This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to the WCB podcast. It is episode 623. Uh, Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, Again, I'm going to start this uh, intro with a few announcements. Uh, Tomorrow, if you're listening in real time, is the first day of the 2024 Iowa Deer Classic. Come see us in booth 912. Uh, that show is, it, we have a couple shows before, uh, we'll had a couple shows before, but this is like the real kickoff to our trade show season. It's one of our favorite shows, um, as is the Illinois Deer Classic, which is next weekend. We're booth 1029 there. Please come support that show. It's a growing show there in Peoria, Illinois. Um, the Iowa Deer Classic is in Des Moines, Iowa. Following weekend, we'll be in the Ohio uh, realm of the Ohio State, if you will, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, it's the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. We're booth one thirteen there. We should be right when you walk in the main entrance, cut left, and we'll be there with a cold bush light in hand, high fiving and uh, having a good time. We got a, a different crew for that one. Uh, looking forward to hanging out with everyone there. Uh, the following weekend after Ohio, we have the Wisconsin Deer Classic. That's going to be. The weekend of the tw- March 23rd, uh, we are booth 823. That's there in Wisconsin Dells at the Kalahari Resort. Um, we're normally in the main hall, um, in the back middle middle of the middle of the venue on the back wall, right next to the bar. Convenient, huh? Real convenient. We got yelled at that show a couple years ago for bringing our own booze in. Um, are we going to do it again? Absolutely, we are. Yes, we are going to bring our own beer in. Will we get yelled at again? Yep, we for sure will. Do we care? Fuck no, we don't. We're drinking beer and having fun. So come have fun with us. We're going to have a good time at these shows. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Uh, this podcast, I want to give you guys a pre-warning. We didn't have mics. I, I brought our mobile recorder down to Texas. This was a spur-of-the-moment trip. Uh, Joe Humphreys and the McFerrins are like, yeah, come on down. Bring the Elite. We'll bring the Slick Tricks. Let's tear some stuff up. And, of course, I'm like, never been to Texas. Let's go. So we went down there for a couple of days. Um and went in there. I didn't bring all the recording equipment. I just brought a simple recorder and set it on the table. And uh, we just sat around the kitchen table and talked and and all that. And uh, 
uh, yeah, the great people, man, went down there big time. Joe and Andy uh, Umphreys and the McFarrens. I will tell you this uh, from the Legends of the Fall, the coolest people in the game. They really are. They, uh, we had so much fun with this crew that I can't explain it to you. I am pushing so hard for them to start a podcast. Uh, their daughter, Georgia K is legitimately, I would not say this if I didn't truly believe it, legitimately one of the baddest female hunters I have ever met. She can outshoot me, I promise you. She could outshoot most of you guys, I promise you. I'm bragging on her because I know they won't. And uh, I just was so impressed with this family and how they are and how fun they are that I'm just like trying to get them to open up so bad and start their own podcast. I'm like, I'll produce it. What do we got to do? So uh, they're the best. So just know that I have to I have to gas people up that I think are great when when I feel like it's justified. And I'm telling you, man, it's justified here. They're they're the best people. They treated me like family and brought me in. They let me shoot five does and hogs and go thermal hunting and Joe killed a great buck. And gosh, what a what a weekend, man. I did not want to leave. Um so this is just a straight BS type episode with them. Um, I don't know if they'd ever done a podcast like that before. So it's kind of a new adjustment for everybody in camp. And plus we're wiped out from uh, going nonstop. So um, just keep all that in mind when you listen to this show. Uh, I'm just going to cut through the partners pretty quick this week because doing two a week, you know, I try to alternate and watch that ad fatigue for you guys. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and supporting what we do here on the WCB podcast. Uh this podcast mainly was just full blown brought to you by Elite Archery, Big Time, and Slick Trick Broadheads, and uh, you know Scott Archery. It was a full blown just Big Time Slick Trick slaughter. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, I rocked my Huntworth camo down there. Um, I did kill a big hog, and I I'm gonna I was gonna ship it to Old Barn Taxidermy. I took it to a local taxidermist down there, but I was like, man, do I? Do I ship this hog to Sam Gaylord and, and burden him when he's trying to do whitetails? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, Old Barn Taxidermy is a partner of the show. Uh, we got an Old Barn Museum here at the studio it's turning into. Uh, trophy Line. I rock some Trophy Line packs down in Texas. Uh, grizzly Coolers. Um, of course, always got to have Grizzly, grizzly drinkware um, on the travels. Always. Uh, Blackgate Trail Cameras. Uh, Black Ovis. Uh, I was rocking Crispy Shimmicks down there. Uh, that I got from Black Ovis. Uh, Novix tree stands. Didn't do any tree stand hunting in Texas, but uh, I could. I could do that. Uh, Mountain Ops, Code WCB, Deercast, Loopold Optics, Victory Archery, Dialed Archery, and Slick Trick Broadheads. Uh, getting through those quick, but I just kind of want to cut to it this week. Uh, second show of the, of the week. And uh, hopefully we see you guys at a show coming up here soon. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy this one. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. 
not that good. Working class Working class boner podcast from Texas. And uh, everybody wants to kill me down here because I'm a gay Illinois Democrat. So, but thanks for having me. I'm actually not gay, and I'm not a Democrat for the record. Uh, Kurt Geyer speaking. Let's just roundtable it out. We're uh, we're camp podcasting. I just made everybody awkward. Joe Humphreys, Andy Humphreys, Georgia McFerrin, Mike McFerrin, Chris McFerrin. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is the gay one in the group, so everybody can just take note of that now. There's always one. As you listen on. George Cox. And Bonnie McFerrin. Thank you guys for having us. This is uh, to have you. incredible. <laughs> I haven't quit smiling since I got here, I don't think, because my bowstrings are hot, and that's rare when that happens. But uh, You haven't quit smiling since we saw the uh, Snuggie and the... Uh, is that how we're going to start this podcast? Yeah. All right, let's tell it. We gotta, that's, yeah. might as well hit that that'll right break this podcast in just nicely. Uh, where were we? Corpus Christi? Corpus Christi. That, Women don't wear pants here. We're at the checklist. You got you saw it first. You got to lead the game. Well, she she looked like a grizzly bear cub. and it, <laughs> she, she got off the plane. I mean, she was, she was wearing a Snuggie. And I was like, yeah. Kurt, is she wearing pants? He's like, we're going to find out. And you she, made it sound like I was like into it. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Nobody was into it. Like she was not. Nobody was into it. What is she a snuggie? It's you know, like the blanket. The, yeah, the oh, little just blanket. like a blanket. Yeah, when you go yeah, to sporting yeah. events, like the, the yeah. nobody wears them at sporting events. Yeah. With no clothes underneath it. There, well, I mean, it was like a snuggie <laughs> her, thong her, she her had on. Her like full on. Included? We saw her butthole. I think. Not just the butt, you saw the butthole. Joe claims the butthole. I. There was something in there. In there was her something cheeks. going on. There was something. Oh there was, I felt bad for looking, kind of. But she none made of it me, was good. She made me look. It was at least pockmarks. <laughs> I don't know if it was a puddle or not, but it was bad. The best. So <laughs> she, her luggage finally came out. Thank God, because that means she could leave. And she's in front of us, and she leaned over and picked it up, and just full butt. And I immediately looked at the chick in front of me because I'm like, if I'm seeing this, this girl's seeing it because she looked respectable, you know. And I saw her face. She was like, oh shit. And I'm like. Yeah, it but like, it wasn't just her; it was everybody. Like everybody, everybody waiting everybody was in, in claim was like, "Oh!" Everyone was standing behind her in a U shape. So that was my first um, uh, Texas in the wild experience. We apologize for that. I mean, I, yeah, you I, guys I, have I, made up for it. <laughs> but that was like how we started our trip. I'm like, "Cool, I saw a butt already." I've been in <laughs> Texas for 15 minutes. <laughs> saw a butt in a palm tree in 30 seconds. It was cool. Yeah, it was nice. So. Uh, Welcome yeah. to Texas. Yeah, Texas is awesome. So we went and got our tags at the Walmart and everything, and then uh, came down to your guys' place, which is awesome. And I appreciate you letting us uh, no crash it. No you're here. It's fun. That's one of the things we love about this place is we like sharing it with other people and mm-hmm. – you know, especially yeah. somebody, you know, from the Midwest. that you A know, gay liberal yeah. Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I, I'm it's catching like, what you're putting well, down. Let's converting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We well, like that. I told you earlier, it's just like we've been here so long. It's kind of, it's nice to, when somebody that hasn't seen it actually sees it. They're like, holy crap. And it kind of renews my, you know. Yeah. 
view on it, appreciation on it as well. Yeah. Well, we should probably before we get to that. I was Joe's like, oh yeah, I'm going down and I'm going to hang out with, with the people, and I'm like, cool, that sounds awesome. Texas has always been on my bucket list. And Joe's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, of course, everybody wants to go to like hog. Like in the Midwest, everyone wants to go shoot a hog. It's like uh, just something we want to do. I don't know what it is, but right? Don't you agree? Like it's something's like, oh, I'd love to go like shoot a hog. hog. I, I remember before I'd ever shot a javelina, I thought that was like the coolest thing ever, and then I shot one. I was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but but it's the same <laughs> way with hogs. Like everybody's like, just has to have a hog on the wall. And then you get down here, and like, it's kind of a classic, I think. And we just, yeah. we don't have them. So we're just so used to them. I mean, it's just like, like raccoons for you guys. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like Whataburger. I yeah. want it so bad because I can't have <laughs> it's it. like McDonald's. They're on every corner. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what happened after I told Joe that. I wasn't like implying like, I want to go. But I just was like, oh, that'd be cool. I'd like to do that someday. Yeah. You you weren't at, you, you said he wanted to kill a pig. And yeah. I'm like. I know a place. I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make a phone call. Because yeah. Andy's been coming out with me for a couple of years now. You guys. Thank you so much for opening up your home. I've been coming down for five years. Andy's been down, what, is this your third year? This is your third trip. Yeah. Yeah. And well, we look forward to it every year. I mean, because it's just, it's fun. We sit around, we hang out, we have a few drinks, we, you know, sit yeah, around can. the fire. We well, can. you saved my life, though, because when I was getting ready to turn 40, Andy was all about going to Vegas for my birthday. I'm like, dude. We can't sit in my kitchen and have a bourbon without getting yelled at from our wives. We're not going to Vegas. He's like, well, what, what do you want to do? Let me make a phone call. <laughs> I call Mike. I'm like, I need you to save me right now. Can my brother come with me and shoot a pig? He's like, can I bring my little brother? Uh, can I bring my baby brother with me? <laughs> can we do a solid here? And then a couple years later, I'm like, Mike, can I bring Kurt? But it makes yeah. sense. I mean, you guys are you're big time. You're elite. Yeah, slick trade. A lot of common, yeah. A lot of them, yeah. common. And I knew you guys were going to just click, so it, I knew it was going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Joe called me back. He's like, you want to go? I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, if you know, you're going. I'm like, oh, shit. Hell yeah. All right. I'm in. So, yeah, not even meeting you guys until I got here. And right away, I just feel like at home, you guys are awesome. So, I appreciate that. We found out we had dinner right next to each other. Yeah, last year <laughs> last at year. ATA and at didn't ATA. even know it. You guys are probably like, oh, look at that fucking trash. <laughs> Don't make eye contact with the felon. That's why he's here at ATA, because there's no guns. Look at that Democrat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, don't make eye contact. He's, he's drunk. You need but, water and Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could get into that a little bit. <laughs> I'm done poking that bear. But... But yeah, no, I mean, you guys kill it. Everyone knows like Legends of the Fall. I think I, I look at you guys as like top tier. And I think a lot of people probably do. I'm not trying to stroke you too hard, but I really do. Just, just Chris. Just Chris. <laughs> just the gay dude. <laughs> Tables have turned, Chris. <laughs> so riding in the Jeep with Chris, I'm like, yeah, just I'm a gay Democrat from Illinois. He's like, you're a Democrat? <laughs> Completely Gray is right over the gay part. I'm like, I'm not gay either, dude. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're getting out of here. You're being a Democrat. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, rubbed him wrong. So I'm like, I'm putting off gay vibes or something. I was just kidding, but it was backfiring on me. I'm learning a little bit about myself as I try to make fun of myself in a weird way. But Or you're learning a lot about Chris. You never know him. Yeah, Chris, like, thank God somebody came out of the closet yeah. before me. Somebody besides <laughs> me. Yeah. It's like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm taking the cover for you. Well, yeah. Mike did do that to Chris. Did he tell you that? We were, oh, we you got to tell this story. Deer camp. Yeah. yeah. We went to mule, we were uh, going to mule deer hunting. Chris was going for the first time in Colorado, a place that we go quite a bit, Mike Lawson's. And I told the guy, I told one of the guys, I said, you need to tell everybody Luna's gay. Because one of the guys, one of their guides down there, you know, knows. And so they all knew, they all thought Chris was gay. They thought they were having their first gay bow hunter in camp. And, he showed up and they were acting a little funny to him, but not, you know, nothing too out of place, you know, but he was just like. The cook was telling me all the stories about how to cook certain meals. Yeah. Real nice too. People are cleaning the toilet seat after they went there. telling me all this. All the guys were kind of, you know, glaring at him like, God, oh, this guy. Except for you, you kind of winked at me every now and then. <laughs> you think I'm cute? Yeah. <laughs> Fishing for compliments. And Chris is used to Mike's humor because they've been friends since eighth grade. Eighth grade. So yeah, we've been hunting together since eighth grade. <laughs> so is, how long did it take for you to realize that that he wasn't gay? That was, I still <laughs> hadn't figured it out. <laughs> no, how long, no, that everyone, how long did you, Chris? How long did it take you? How long? Oh gosh, it was a couple of days. Yeah, two, a couple three, days. Two or three two, days. Two, three, we like two, and, three, and, three, oh, three, it went that long. Oh, yeah. oh it went long, oh, yeah. long time. Yeah. Chris had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, you just until one day he said, "Oh, by the way, we need to fix this because everybody here thinks you're gay." Oh, <laughs> That's so funny. We need to fix it because I told him you're gay. Yeah. See, I didn't tell him. But the guy told him. Did you tell him as a group? Like it was like a group meeting. Like, hey, I'm actually not gay. But <laughs> no, he just mentioned one of the guys. Like he's really not gay. Oh, only was only I'm one dude. I've just screwed with y'all. That's funny. I didn't want everybody to know at once. I was trying to... You yeah, know, you don't want to yeah. let it trickle through, yeah. You let arrow out of a tire really slow. You, know? <laughs> you didn't want to drop the bomb. No. That's hilarious. You had to reverse come out. Yeah. <laughs> reverse come out. <laughs> reverse card. No, that's hilarious. So, anyway, that's how... That's so far, like, the fun we're having here. But Texas is a... Well, I think Texas is a special place. But I think what you guys have done for management practices here makes it that much more special like the hard work you guys have done and the big time plots and just everything you have set up is paying off you can see it but like you said it's like we put a lot of work into this to get this to be the way it is you know and a lot of people don't you know a lot of people don't recognize it but some people do but i mean it's i think it's obvious when you see it you know like it's what we love to do i mean it's like this is we don't have a a beach house. We don't have a boat. We don't have, I mean, this is our, like I told you earlier, when our kids were little, this was our vacation spot. We came down here to work. You know, mm-hmm. we just came down here and built feed pens and planted yeah. food plots and filled feeders and whatever it took, mowed and just. Yeah. It's cool. Like, so when I think Texas, I just think TV Texas, which isn't much. Like, I, I don't remember seeing much of like behind the scenes, like, you get a little bit of tidbits of the management management practices and stuff like that. But like, can you go into some of that? Like, what are you looking for? What are you not looking for? How do you how do you do it all? For us, I mean, we're looking for you know, obviously everybody wants to shoot a mature deer, but you know, I'm we try to shoot five year old bucks. Five or we we would like them to be six, but we make except, ex, exceptions because not every deer makes it. You know, so we if yeah. it's a buck that the target buck that we think's big enough or might not have any more potential, we'll shoot them at five. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot to do with rainfall. I mean, we're a low fence. I mean, a lot of people think, you know, they think Texas, they think high fence, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the new thing is, like, when people are hunting high fence, you'll see it. And their new word is native herd, you know. Well, they're all native, I mean, unless you're hunting high fence. Yeah. I mean, 
Native herd. Native right? herd, yeah. Weird, weird, descriptive. Yeah. That, that gives me red flags when I hear somebody say native herd. I'm no, like, don't trash high fence around George. No, yeah. yeah. And George is a high fence hunter. So. No, he's not. Not so this is a, this, Not anymore. So this show's called Working Class Bow Hunter. We'll call you $100,000 Bow Hunter. <laughs> or no, we, we got called Six Figure Bow Hunter on, on one of our threads. That's the funniest thing. Everyone says that we're not working class, but. Like Joe and I were talking, like our we've doing been doing it nine years. We have documented from zero to now. So if someone wants to like hate on us for that's like, well, you can literally listen to our library and see how like work has became opportunity, you know? It's the same thing as like you put in hard work like you guys are doing, it creates opportunity. And it might take ten and years. A, and that's the reason you're putting in the work. You right. want to reap the benefit. It's I like mean, it was like, Oh, you're not working class because so when I went full time, you're not working class anymore. I'm like so you mean to tell me to work a shitty job, be miserable, and not try to progress? Like that's not working. Is working class mean poor and miserable? Yeah. Because <laughs> to me, it doesn't. It means like work hard for shit you want to do, because you know how to go after something yeah. you want to do. You know. So, but it's the same thing here. It's like you guys. None of this happened on accident. No. Yeah, you're right. It- if I win the lottery, I'll, I will not be a working class hunter anymore. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be the guy sitting on the porch going, "Hey, can you do that?" You do that? <laughs> Pointing and smoking a cigar. But now I'm the guy that does it. So I mean, yeah. I, fair. But I wouldn't have it any, any other way. I mean, it's what yeah. it's what I enjoy to do. It's yeah. Well, like back to the management stuff. I, we we're kind of chatting about it a little bit, and I'm like, "There's the deer numbers here are crazy. That there's just a lot of deer." And kind of hearing you break it down, like, oh, we have to, it, it'd be nice if we could get to this many does shot. We look for this buck as what we qualify as a trophy buck or a management buck. Like, can you go into some of that? So we're, we're, we try to shoot what we call a not, we have so many quota bucks. The ranch we hunt gives us a quota. We, they fly it with a biologist, you know, and they, we do a, a deer count and a survey. Mm-hmm. And then we figure out how many bucks we need to take, how many does we need to take. And usually the does are probably twice as many as the bucks. We mm-hmm. try to shoot two to one on average. And, um, they give us so many trophy bucks that we can shoot. And a trophy buck would be uh, five and a half years old is, is the target range. And it'd be over 135 inches is considered mm-hmm. a trophy. Anything under 135 inches is a management buck, as long as he's five and a half years old. And then any four-year-old eight-point is a non-quota buck. So we get, say, out of the out of the – the 35 bucks we shoot, 10 of them are trophies, 25 are management. So we try to take twice as many management bucks as trophy bucks just to try to keep the – you don't want to knock your top tier off you know, off your deer herd every year. You don't want to just yeah. go in and shoot your top end every year. Yeah, yeah. You want to shoot um, some of the older bucks. And, you know, you're not really ever going to change gen- the genetics. It's just too hard to do. Yeah. I mean, that's, is that, you think that's a misconception? Like I, I really do because they have – and, I, and I'm not, I'm no expert on this, but I can tell you what I've seen in the last 35 years here. You know, you, so that makes you an expert. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. You're well, getting I'm, there. Yeah. I mean, I can just tell you what I've seen, but it's, um, if it worked that way, we would never have any more bucks that were like, we wouldn't have any five-year-old seven points that, that scored 115 or something, you know. Or, yeah. They, they would have weeded out by now, but you right. just can't, you can't ever do that. It's just. It's kind of like trying to kill all the hogs out here. They just can't <laughs> yeah. be done. I mean, which I kind of was like, oh man, you kill that many? Is there a lot left? You guys like never kill all of them. Never kill them. Which all. we can get into that, but but yeah, that makes a ton of sense because if that was the case, 
Yeah, they would have curved yeah. out by now. Yeah, they would, they would have curved out at some point, and it never happens that way. This year, we actually have a larger number of what I would call, you know, not you know just management type bucks than we've ever had. I mean, there mm-hmm. there are more 115 inch five year olds and six year olds walking around than we've ever had, and and that's all due to the drought we had this year. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. get the rainfall, and that's another thing. It's so. It's so cyclical as far as rainfall. If you don't get yeah. the rain, spring rain, I mean, I don't care how much you feed them, you know, you can you can round out that curve, but it's still going to be a curve. You know, you're not ever going to take it all out. Yeah, that makes sense. So, will you like hope like some of those bucks that kind of got hit by the drought? Will you pass some of those management bucks? Like, oh, I think he'll do this if we get rain. If they have year. the right stuff, you know, like yeah. if, if you see a big 150 inch or 140 inch eight point, that's a four year old. I mean. He could have some potential left in him. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, a, a big ten point would drop down to a nine point. You know, just different things like that. And we've yeah. watched some of them go down. One of the bucks uh, that was our target buck for the year, we found his shed last year, and we thought he was going to be a mega giant. We thought he'd be 190, 200 inch deer this year because last year his sheds were 190. You know, mm-hmm. and we found him, and we're like, well, this is going to be our future giant. He was a five year old last year. This year he's a six year old. In a perfect world, he's supposed to go up five or 10 inches or something like that. And he ended up going down about 15 inches, you know, instead of maybe not 15, but he went down a solid 10. He went 10. down to like 187. Yeah. From what we thought would be 195. We thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot, but I mean, it's like still. like main beams lose an inch. Yeah. His main beams lost an inch. Some of his tines lost mm-hmm. a quarter inch here, half inch there. Do you guys notice more breaks when there's less rain? Like the, like, Time breaks. You would think so, but this year not really. Like really? I, I thought we'd have a lot of broken deer this year, but not really. But I one thing I also have noticed is when you have a drought like that is our deer we just went through this cold snap. I think they'll all shed within the next couple of weeks. They'll start shedding oh, okay. sooner. Yeah. Just because they're stressed. You can see it in their bodies. Their body weights are down. Yeah. Just not enough. That's what I noticed. Like I'd see deer we already had a we had two jokes with Chris already. Like one deer, I was like, Man, that's a good buck. No, it's not. <laughs> he didn't really even say that mean, shut but up, yeah, shut up, <laughs> shut up, faggot. There's our faggot quota. We got yeah. four. What do we got? Four now for the podcast. You're welcome. And uh, keeping it, keeping it right, keeping it Texas. <laughs> and uh, I, I, to me, the body size, like you said, there's kind of like two body types out here, and that's like I'll look at a deer and I'll be like, oh man, that deer's got to be 70s, and you're like. Nah, he's maybe 60. And I'm like, what? yeah, the yeah. coastal body will get you. Yeah. Especially when you're used to the Midwest. Right. Yeah. They're like 50 pounds lighter. Yeah. And it does, like, it's hard to judge. Like, I'll see you like, oh, damn. And then you guys are like, oh, I think he's probably this. And it's maybe 10, maybe 20 inches under what I would have guessed. You know? So a couple of weeks ago, we shot, um, I had a buddy down and he brought his, he brought his uh, kids down and they both shot two bucks. And one of them was a, Four, probably a four or five year old eight point, and the other one was like a nine year old seven point. And the nine year old buck had a head on it that looked like a horse, mm-hmm. and the other one did. I mean, side by side, you would think that they were two different species, two like subspecies yeah. of each other. Because one of them, we're, we're fairly close to the coast. Like I told you, we're like two miles from the coast, two and a half miles from the coast. So mm-hmm. some of our deer have this coastal body, which makes them, real, which are really small, and some of them are not because we have all this cropland around us. We have yeah. 70,000 acres of cropland around us. And those deer, you know, get really big. Their bodies get big. And they yeah. just look like two different species. So 
we have to fin- spend a lot of time looking at them. You know, especially if you just Keep get your trail toes. camera one yeah. buck, you're like, well, is he a big body deer or a little body deer? You know, probably velvet on top of that. Oh, like adds another element into it all. For sure. But where the bonus comes in is when you shoot one that you think's just you know not that big, and you walk up to him, he's got a giant body. You're like, oh, he's way bigger than I thought. You know? Right, right. So, and that makes his antlers bigger. So, yeah, I'm terrible at judging them out here. It's just we're not used to it. You, you think the same thing? I, I think I've gotten better, but I'm still like, that's a giant nine. And Michael will be like, no, it's not. <laughs> but the Midwest does that to us. Right? Oh yeah. Like, oh, it does. Like oh my gosh, yeah, it's the opposite effect. I mean, we've all. So you think they're like, smaller because yes. the bodies are yeah. so big? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That big body deer I was telling you that I killed in Kansas. He was just a giant body, probably the biggest body, bodied whitetail I've ever shot. Well, when he first walked out, George Cape was running the camera, and I was like, I, she looked over at me, and I go, one twenties, you know, maybe one thirty, and she's like, no, one forties. Well, I ended up shooting the deer. He's 170. Oh, jeez. And I walked up to him, and I was like, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> we need to rework this. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. But I get it, Are though. we passing yeah. deer that we yeah. shouldn't pass? I mean, oh. Dude, I, if you were like, hey, I want you to go out and shoot a buck that's this, like, don't shoot one under this size, I would I would not feel comfortable. Well, the only area. reason I killed that deer was my buddy had given me a bunch of trail cam picks, and I was like, okay, he's got a split brow. Well, that's, you know. Yeah, you know what deer looks like I, enough. Yeah, yeah. There are certain people that you know. You can tell a deer guy when you show him a deer and he knows everything about it you know what i'm saying yeah it's like yeah split two this that and the other and then look back at a picture and just be like can remember can basically remember it forever you know yeah Our okay like, like georgia k like, like georgia k, k. k. yeah i mean she, dude. Can, she can remember mom can't do that mom. yeah she's like remember that dog he was over there he had this and that yeah yeah double Those, throw patch, double yeah, throw throw patch. patch. <laughs> there's another inside joke it's like i'm like oh man double throat patch you're like, you guys are like yeah i'm like well, everything out here is a double throw patch, basically. Yeah, you walk in here, look at the wall, and you're like, gosh, all you do are double throw patch. Damn, lucky. <laughs> lucky. Yeah, like, is that why you <laughs> shot him? Yeah. yeah. I shot him because he was 180. Yeah. 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 You don't see him in, in the Midwest very often, you know. You, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But, um, oh, fuck, I was going to bring up a point and I forgot. What? How much do you think? My mom shot a big deer like two years ago, and he had – it was your first 200, and he had one of the smallest bodies ever. How you know, How much do I think he weighed field dressed? Yeah. He probably field dressed like 160s. No he kidding. Was, like his body was tiny. Tiny. So when he came out. He had out, to look insane. When he came out, he looked like he was 240 inches. <laughs> I mean, still a very big deer at 200. Right, yeah. It's just, it was crazy the difference. And then another mature buck we shot probably had 70 pounds on him at the oh, same yeah. time of the year. See, that's crazy to me that that's like that can happen. Mm-hmm. How like with feeding the deer? It's like so I don't get any of the fun with big time. Like I don't get to do supplemental feed in Illinois. I don't. I get food plot. That's it. You filled your first feeder this weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm for it all come the back, way. I will be. I will be your bitch boy. Come <laughs> you get that. you some when the snakes are out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good point. I'll go get me some snake yeah. boots. It's only like some it's one fifteen. It's not one. <laughs> yeah, I would die. One hundred fifteen degrees. Oh, I'd be like a lobster. You get a cook. great tan though. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for it. I'll be. I'll be the bitch boy. I feel feeders. I'm in for it. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> we hear it all the time. I'm sure you do. But I want to yeah. feed. You know? yeah. Yeah. Joe is big time. Yeah, Joe big time is what I call it. Joe, Joe big he time. He is. That's who he is. But like, I don't get to do any of that. Like, I, like from 
Give me the day after bow season closes to March 1st. I'll pay a $100 permit to just supplemental feed because that's when they need it the most. That's when they need it the most. They actually need it right now. Yeah. The rut's ended. They're coming off the rut. They need it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because a month ago they wouldn't need it, you know, because they, they do. They really do. They need it now. I mean, I'm, it's on the way. <laughs> Big Time low. is a sponsor. No, not a sponsor. Yeah. Big Time is a sponsor. And it, for good reason, though, you guys need it. They need it. And um, I just think it's important. The, the first part of the year is the most important mm-hmm. because as as we get into late spring, you know, everything, the forbs start to grow, the crops come up, you know, that's that actually gives them a pretty good supplement to be able to just yeah. get off stuff because right now there's nothing out there. Everything's dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, Except for some couple green food plots. A couple green food yeah. plots, yeah. We, I mean, our food plots did really well this year. I mean, we got, them in, good. we got them in and we got rain like probably seven or eight inches of rain over a period of like two weeks after we planted them and it was just money. Money, it worked out. I feel like everything's kind of the same. Well, I've never been here in the summer, but like right now, everything's kind of just dead looking except mm-hmm. for like the big time plots and it's, when you see the plot and you glass it's like just the deer in it in it it's well, got to just yeah. be like a godsend for them right now 100% we had the uh, funny story is the there was a part of this crop field they didn't plant like it, erosion had took had taken it and like they didn't plant it anymore cuz it couldn't get a tractor across there cuz mm-hmm. you know that giant farm equipment well we went in there and planted it we had the last two years in a row. Well, this year we planted it. I mean, it came out looked perfect. And we had all we had a bunch of rain. Well, what it did is the part that was eroded out that they couldn't get to. When they dissed their fields, they went in there and disked up our food plot. Like literally, probably a month after it really came up, it was just looking gorgeous. I mean, they went in there and disked it all up. And we're like, oh no, they're back. <laughs> I remember that phone call. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for the test plot, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks great it for a month. It looks real good. What do you guys? What do you normally like to plant down here? Like, because in the Midwest, you know, we talk about what we like and whatever. Does it change? Down it here? does change a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, as far as turnips and radishes and stuff, there are years that we don't get a freeze, so they don't they don't eat them. You know, right? Like they, they eat the tops off of them and stuff like that, but they don't actually pull them out of the ground and eat them. Mm-hmm. This year, luckily, you know, we we got down in the 18, we got around 18 degrees, which is for South Texas is really cold. Yeah. And we had three days of probably below freezing weather. And I mean, they're, they're hammering it now. Yeah. They were in it. They were in it. It was packed, packed house. I just yeah. plant whatever Joe sends me. I mean, that's just Joe and Daryl. It's like whatever the, whatever, orders. whatever Joe but, thinks says I need, that's what I plan. Let's think about it. Uh, <laughs> Clover's not going to make it. We know Clover's, we know not Clover's gonna be, not gonna gonna burn make it. up. Well, uh, just too hot for it. Yeah. It, it's just too hot. I mean, it, it just can't take it. It'll come up and it'll look good for a very short period of time and then it's gone. Yeah. I mean, we can do, you know, like, like you said, the turnips, it's just not going to get cold enough for them. They're, they're not going to get the full advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we got to, Focus on fall plots, but you guys are planting so late down here. You have to take that in consideration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this year we did the fast track, which is all out here that we've been seeing. It's still mm-hmm. green and looking good. I tasted a radish. You did? No, that was a turnip. Turnip. Yeah, he, he grabbed one out there. Oh, did like, you? Make sure it's not covered in pig shit. Like, yeah. It, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Very well, it might be. <laughs> but, I mean, it was looking good. And I think you guys have been cold enough that, I mean, these deer aren't used to eating turnips. Once they get sweet, so it's going to take a little bit, and it might be a few years before it gets cold enough again for them to get sweet right. for them. So, mm-hmm. 
maybe one will stumble onto it and realize they like it. Maybe not. But, I mean, it's it's definitely looking good out there. They're in it. Oh, they're in it every day, yes. I can't believe the pigs haven't just decimated that already. Maybe they're starting, but. They're in it. They're in it. I mean, and they're starting to be more pigs on it. So, I mean, we're going to have to do thin them out. We're going to have to thin them out. Yeah. I like that. We're going to wait till you guys leave to shoot them all, though. We've got to wait for the body to leave. They have to wait for me to leave. Yeah. I'm protective over the camp pigs. Camp pigs. Uh Going back to that, that question about the supplemental feeding, I think the biggest testament that I've seen down here. Was the year before Bonnie killed the, what he ended up going, 203? 203. I was going to You saw the deer the year before. I I, no, I had begged you. I was like, Mike, let me shoot that deer. Because he had this just giant dagger on one side, and he looked really cool on the other. I'm like, dude, let me shoot that deer. He was a seven-point buck. And I, wow. I almost had him there. And he was like, mm, let's see what he does. Yeah. And... <laughs> I was pushing well, around. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, come on, man. Let, let me shoot that deer. Like, I'm your guy. I'm Joe. I'm Joe. I'm Joe. Big time Joe. You want some more bags? I want to see what he does. And I mean, you ended up putting up a feeder like yeah, we 20 moved yards to, from where we where saw we saw out. that deer. We went over and built a feed pen. I, I went over and built it myself. I'll say that. Okay. I was... I was probably oh, going to go ahead and on my own. I'm like, one of the 25 you built on your own. I did build it. You and Chris, you and Chris were here that weekend. All me. All me. <laughs> And we because of the hog factor, we have to build a pen. I mean, if we're going to put out any big time, you got to build a pen, or else they just like, be, yeah, I'll tear it up. Yeah, just I mean, you're just, wasting it, really. Just like the one out front of the house there that you know the hogs busted the panel down to get to the big time. I mean, it's a constant fight. You know, you're fighting a freaking three hundred pound boar, two hundred fifty pound boar that it's got all day to sit there and try to get in there. He don't got a job. Yeah, he fun. didn't have a job. He's not working for a living. I mean, <laughs> he's trying to get a free meal out Lizzie of the Fox. Democrat. <laughs> yeah, Democrat <laughs> pigs. <laughs> well, he's welfare having pigs. Yeah, he's looking for a handout of my big time. God, we're dumb. I'm, I'm never going to get invited back. <laughs> Guy's an idiot. <laughs> Mike put that feeder out, put the pen up and everything, yep. and... We then, started pouring it to him, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, right off the get-go. That's like, when Platinum January. first came out, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, Let, let's make a focal point of Platinum. Yeah. Just as, like, we know that deer was there and there was other deer coming in. What would happen if we just exclusively fed Platinum? I can't even talk. Platinum. 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 Sorry, Thank platinum. you. <laughs> platinum there. Platinum. And then I get that picture of a 203. I'm like, okay, now we're, now we're on to something. Like, yeah. that... that we, we didn't really, have any idea that deer. I mean, it was just dumb luck, you know? Yeah. It was dumb luck. I mean, it was a shot in the dark. I mean, we, when cool, the spring though. rolled around, you know, he, he started, well, I guess summer, he started growing some antlers. Like, oh, he's looking pretty good, you know? Of course, I ran a trail camera there all year just to see. And then yeah, all of a sudden, when it started getting towards the end, I was like, dang, this deer's going to be big, you know? And yeah. Of course, Bonnie goes there and shoots it, you know? <laughs> so he's going to say, like I should I think you already have a 200 or two. Or three. Yeah, something like that. But I think it's Georgia Kate's turn next. Yeah, it? I mean, I found a great deer. I thought he was in the 80s. Took my sister over there. She killed him 199. I'm like, shit, I should have killed that. <laughs> That's exactly that what she said. All me. When, we, when he hit the ground and she she called me, she's like, she killed him. I got, so I go over there and I go, well, what do you think? And she's like, I should have killed that freaking deer. <laughs> I don't know why I took her ass over there to shoot that deer. To hunt that deer. I mean. So you just misjudged him, like, what do you think well, we did it? 
Like body size? That's him right there. Oh, that's him. He just has a lot going on. That, yeah. I mean, you can't, you look at him right here. He's tight. Him. His beams he's curve in make him look tight. He was but he's got long main beams. Yeah. And then he's got just a trash ton of points. Yeah. That add up. And, uh, kind of a double throw patch. He's not quite there. No, no. So that takes an inch. That's just that one inch. Yeah. 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 But her sister's very Ma- lucky. McKenna. Like yeah. McKenna's lucky. a lot like Mike with the horseshoe. I mean, it's like, we, just, we went to Kansas. She can step into camp and just. We went to Kansas and I had like two eight points that we were hunting. We're sitting there in a blind and all of a sudden my trail camera down the food plot went off and I look at it and I was like, oh my gosh. Here comes a hundred and what was he, 180? Like 182. He's coming right down the edge of the food plot. He's like, you know, 400 <laughs> yards from us. I'm like, all right, get ready because. On that end of the food plot, you, you couldn't see all the way down there. You can only see like half the food plot. Going, yeah. There's a buck chasing a doe, and it looks like they're coming this way. So she gets all, you know, gets gets her muzzle loader, points it out the window. He runs this doe right up with about 60 yards. She, boom, drops him. We get down there, and George Kate's like, pissed. I killed an eight point. I killed the other eight Nice. And McKenna's like, let's get a picture of them together. And George is like, no. <laughs> Put yours like 30 yards back. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm happy for you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Not. George puts Deep in down. all the work, that's for sure. <laughs> I think you're a badass. I got to tell you that. I, you need to get in the podcast game, I'm telling you. And I know it's like awkward to just like put this thing here in the middle of the table. And like, all right, act normal. Because you, you just don't, yeah. you know, until you get used to it. I'm telling you. Our listeners will love you. If once you get into the podcast realm, I'm calling it. Like I will produce a podcast for you if you want to do one. That's how serious I am about it. Like you are a WCB fan favorite already, and nobody knows it. I'm telling you, man. We're I'm, I'm sure we're gonna talk about this afternoon later, but tonight when we got in that blind and I mean we're going on a doe shoot for Kurt. First doe comes in. I'm like, dude, you're going to kill one in two minutes. I'm like, two minutes? I'm like, two minutes. First doe comes in. Just kind of sitting there looking. The doe looked up and kind of looked at us and then stomped one time. Georgia goes, shoot that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) I mean, I was going to let it. I was going to let it. Cook for a little bit longer and see what else came out. But the she just got done talking about. Oh, we're gonna let it marinate for a little yeah. bit. Let's let's get some more deer out we here. We don't want that energy living around here. One stomp, <laughs> bad vibes. Bad vibes. She yeah. got bad juju. She earned it with that stomp. Yeah. Like, there was a doe that hurt her leg where I shot my deer this year, and I was. Oh yeah. I felt so sorry for her. Whatever. She was well, showing up on our trail camera, and she had. I mean, she had a gash that looked like you hit her with an axe, and her like I thought she was gonna die. She was drinking water. I was like, we need to really make sure we're having water in there, mainly for the big buck, but also for this poor girl. Yeah. The first three days we sit in that blind, she walks past every day and looks at us and just blows just for no reason. I'm like, Mm. you're dead. Can't even (laughs) smell us, you know, just like blowing at the blind. I felt sorry for you, but now I wish you would have just died. (laughs) (laughs) Cold as ice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've got ice running through her veins. Now you're jacking up my hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like a classic one-liner. Let's shoot the bitch. <laughs> but that's like what everybody wants to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, what was If she blows, she goes. Mm-hmm. That's, shoot the bitch is way better. It's way better. Yeah. <laughs> that's a t-shirt with a doe stomping, you know. But now this has been awesome out here. I do want to talk about 
what you guys actually do, but I'm so hung up on Texas that I haven't got there yet because since we've got here, it's just been carnage. <laughs> it's a target-rich environment, that's for sure. I love it. Still working on your javelina, though. I don't know if we're going to be able to get it done in the morning. I don't think you not, are. you're going to have to come back. All right. All right, I'm in. Damn it. July or August. Yeah, come in July or August to fill the feeders. When it's time to fill feeders, yeah, you come back. Yeah, okay. That's when the big heavily. That's when the big heavily. I'm in. I might have to bring the family so they can go see water somewhere, but maybe not when it's 120 with the heat index or whatever it gets down here. But you won't want to come back. <laughs> well, if it's like this now, I will. But no, I shot my first hog like first night in, which was fun and lot different and then uh I, I shot one with a rifle and then shot another one you shot the big one with your bow though the yeah the yeah yeah i, got, I was fortunate enough we did a andy and i did a spot and stock and i 50 yard bombed one a cool a cool pig which i call him red he was red with black dots which is really cool because i think once he once they clean him up Especially at the taxidermist when they yeah. clean him up. He's got those big black knots all over him. He's going to look pretty cool. Yeah. So different. Definitely different. Just not your, you know, yeah. standard. I was fun about that. Andy tried to back me up, but something happened. Somebody just, there was a yeah, unloaded there was bullets right. in the gut. <laughs> That's how you make a good hunter. You send him out with no bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I shot him. Little did they know I would have beat that pig to death. Andy said, is it loaded? Mike said, oh, yeah, my guns are always loaded. My guns are always loaded. Somebody unloaded. Last Yeah, yeah. I'm like, back me up. Click. It's not fucking loaded. I'm like, oh, shit. Watch this thing run into a bush. But I didn't get to see Andy's fine ass get in there and grab the Yeah, he did. Got down there and pulled him out. Dude, you look better than that chick at the airport. It's it's the camo pants. Yeah, yeah, as I'm climbing in a bush to tie a rope on this hog to pull it out, Mike's standing there going, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I would never. Do, I mean, he was all the way. Just you could see his feet hanging out. That was it. And I was like, I would never do that. Well, we were walking up, so I felt like a twelve ring. That I think I did. You know, he's he just in, he, yeah. he was in that bush, just going out. But we walked up on him, and he's kind of like rustling around in there. And I got my bow. I'm like, I don't know if these things will attack you or not. Like, so I was like, I don't know, dude, because we can see my light of knocking him because I hit his offside. I'm like, just pop him. Like, I don't know what's going on. I can't see. I didn't want to like shoot in there just to shoot him. But they'll they they'll get they will charge you. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Well, Especially one that's wounded. They'll definitely come after you. I hit him good enough. I didn't think maybe maybe he, he might. Have, yeah, I don't know if he'd had enough yeah, juice smoked. in him. Yeah, but that was awesome. And then, uh, oh, we went out and did. This is a new experience for me. We went thermal hog hunting, which is like. You know, at home, everyone thermal coyote hunts, mm-hmm. which is the most fun. Yeah. Same concept. Yeah. And you just have to do that to kind of like keep some sort of levelation on. You couldn't kill them all during the day. I mean, they're just too, you know, they, they just don't, they don't come out that the golden hour is like the first, just like whitetail, you know, they're going to be out yeah. the first hour of daylight and the last hour, yeah. depending on the weather. You catch a good rainy day where it's misty rain all day. Yeah. They'll be out all day, but mm-hmm. they just... They have to have shade and yeah water. And so we went in so and uh, they're good to go. Shot some at night with thermals, which was badass. How's it get cooler? Maybe that the helicopter. Helicopters is, I mean, it's it's something everyone should experience at least once. Well, what did we shoot yesterday in a 24, 24 hour span from when we got in? 16? 16 pigs, a buck. 
A year buck, yeah. And then uh, I'm going to count your coyote. And a couple of raccoons. A couple of raccoons. A couple of raccoons. <laughs> don't forget Yeah, don't forget about raccoons. One round. One round. Um, and then we can get into it more. we got to talk about your buck. Yeah. And uh, we should do that first. Okay. What a hunt. Is that what it? Is that all you got hunt. for us? Yep, what, what a hunt. What a hunt. Uh, yeah, I mean, so like I said, we've been, or I've been coming down here for five years, and me and Mike killed the first year mm-hmm. together, and then Georgie came out with me, and ever since then, I'm like, yeah, if Georgie's not there, I'm yeah, you're I'm, out. I'm probably yeah. busy that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Because well, she I know quickly, she's going to take me where it's at. She's quickly become the town favorite as far as like somebody comes down to, comes down to hunt. They're like, well, my hunt with Georgia Kate. Yeah. Like, I got you, Joe. Got it, you. it needs to happen. And we, we set up on this eight and we got set up. We, we had seen him and then got set up and everything. And then after that fact, Georgie tells me that she's been trying to hunt this deer for what, a month or something? He just well, never shows up. I've hunted him for the past two years, but. This year I've been hunting him. I probably sat in there like eight times, never saw him. So we're just sitting back, and there's two good bucks out there. And Joe goes, "Oh, there's another buck." There's another buck coming in. She goes, "That's him. <laughs> Shoot that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get up on him, everything, and and she says, uh, "You uh, you, you like him?" I said, have I ever told you I didn't like him? Like, I'm, I'm not that picky. Like, if you guys put me on one, like, yeah, let's go. That's a deer. And then he, he got a little squirrely. He got squirrely, so I said, shoot him. Go ahead and take him. And, and then he did a Houdini because we both agreed he had gone down one, one trail and went down in the bottom. And somehow he, what, went 15 yards the and died? direction, yeah. So it's always we were, best just to track She texted me and I said, do I need to come over there? She said, Joe shot. And I said, do I need to come over there? And she said, yeah, I think you need to. No, well, <laughs> I knew you hammered him. I yeah, just, she said you hammered him. He's it, dead. It was a great but shot. But she goes, she goes, we're having a little tough time like, finding him. Yeah, we walk so far that I'm like, I always do that. You need to start with blood. You have to start you with can blood. You get excited. We, we got yeah. cocky. Well, yeah. We're going to walk Try right Try to jump the blood. I mean, that happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Sometimes it works. It would have worked if we would have. We should have just went focused, to work. And shot him. Funny, <laughs> funny story: the biggest deer I ever shot. I shot him, and he went over, and I, and I double lunged him. He went over, and he he laid down behind a bush, probably like 75, 80 yards from me. And then when he he was sitting there, and a little buck come up and pushed him back up on his feet. And when he got back up on his feet, I was like, "I'm gonna launch one at him," I, you know. And of course, I shot way over him, and he took off running. Well, I swear that he went to the right, but he went to the left. And so we got down, or I got down and went down there. And I mean, I was, there wasn't a lot of blood, you know. He, he, was, he was such a big body deer that the fat just kind of plugged it up. And so I, I spent like all day looking to the left, you know. The deer was dead like 40 yards to the right. <laughs> we rented a... We had the guy that does the surveys. It cost me like 350 bucks. He's like, I'll come out for 350 bucks and fly the place and look for him. And so we flew up there to where I shot him. I was like, all right, you need to go left. <laughs> he's all left. He's all left. He's not left. He's not left. That's funny. No, he's not, faggot. Yeah. <laughs> he's to the right. He's to the right. Yeah, thanks for the money. Yeah. 
It was cheaper than a dog. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good price for a helicopter. Yeah. Well, that was... But it didn't sniff him out, I can tell you that. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Your buck was awesome? Oh, I... Super fat, you did find it. We did find it. We... Very easily. It's like a seven-year-old buck, too. I mean, yeah, old. I mean, we went back to where what we should have done. And yeah. Like, oh, there's blood have... everywhere and came around this little bush. And, <laughs> hey, he's right there. Cool. Right. Got excited? Yeah. Uh, and then... High fives all around. Yeah, we were Andy and I were stalking that pig, and then I got like I didn't have good service, so I just like sent the text with the load circle, and then I'm like he had to have shot one if we're getting a text. It so. was early too. It was early, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And then uh, what that we that that night we did the thermal hunting. Yeah, I shot my buck. You shot your uh, your big boar, and then yep, thermal hunting. Time flies. Then, it does. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Like we're we're down here for just a few days. And I told Kurt before we came out, I was like, when we leave, it's gonna feel like you've been here for like three weeks. Because you never stop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're just like I figured because you were around us. You know, <laughs> we've been around these assholes. Miserable. For three weeks. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> they suck. Let's get out of here. Yeah. It's like, oh, right. I don't want to be here another minute. Speak, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice McFerrin. The good one. I'm yeah. the good one. You came late though. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's funny. They're they're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> You're gonna hate it. It's because she didn't want to be around y'all's assholes too. <laughs> yeah, she's like that gay dude gonna be there. She's fucking going hang out there. Fuck I don't guy. like the gays. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's charity work hanging around me. Charity. Take care of the idiot. But then uh, yeah, you're like, hey, you want to shoot a doe? I'm like. Because going back to the management yeah. part, you guys got to hit like a quota of does. We shoot between 50 and 60, and it's a job. You know, it, it helped. I mean, you really helped me out because, or else Shit, I'd be, I'd, I'd be out there good, shooting I'm, a bunch of them. I'd be like, I'm in debt, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, you helped us, you helped us out because, number one, it's a lot easier when four people are cleaning and gutting and skinning. And, you yeah, know, even though you guys you get some work clean a deer crazy fast. But yeah, George, Kate, and I, we did. It's impressive. We, we skinned three does out by the time they did. Joe, they Joe was giving me a detailed won. clinic. In and all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were They looked like, over and saw that our last one was done. They were like, holy shit. I saw one on the ground. You're cleaning one. And then Joe's like, yeah. like Because I was telling Joe, like, I've butchered deer, but it's always like I'm by myself and I'm yeah. just guessing. He's like, oh, yeah, dude, if you do this, it's easier. And if you cut here, it's the. And then I look over and see there's one doe hanging, one doe on the ground. I look over. The dough on the ground is gone, and you're halfway through the other one. I'm like, fuck. We're on the, we're on the second door. Mike's over there with the host cleaning up their area. But you guys want to eat some point? Yeah. Or? yeah. I'm so, glad everybody's fingers are intact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. George Gate and I cut our fingers off. Like, I've almost cut fingers off. George Gate almost cut her finger off. A couple weeks a couple ago. A couple weeks ago, showing somebody that. How to gut a deer. Yeah. Zipping through it. I said, my dad told me to take this part slow. You can cut your finger. Shit, I just cut my finger. <laughs> Seven stitches Seven later. Seven stitches oh, later. Shit. But you stopped for a margarita first. I got a mar- yeah, the doctor said get a margarita and get stitches. Oh. Well, yeah, I got up to go shoot some does, and all three of us got to blind, and that was awesome. It was so much fun. I got to get my confidence up, shoot. I'll, I'll give you props because you won't say you were surgical tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. Thank you. there were good shots. It was like Great Mozart shots. playing the piano. Just, I mean, <laughs> I'm not be able to get out of the building. My head <laughs> oh my swell up. It was fun. Like we shot five in an afternoon, and I'm like watched everyone go down, oh, dude. Like, yeah. that makes 
it easy for the track. God, it was fun. Five does and they didn't go a total of a hundred yards. Totally. I mean, well, it didn't help when you guys, you guys, like we set the blind and everything. Like, don't fuck it up. Like, <laughs> All right. I tell out. everybody that. Yeah. yeah. Like shit, I gotta really perform here. <laughs> but yeah, we got five, and then got a cool picture of all five, and skinned and cut them up, and got them in the cooler all, and pretty damn fast. We were efficient, we were pretty yeah, quick. It yeah. wasn't bad. It was like getting well. It just got dark when we got back, mm-hmm. so we were kicking ass. So I appreciate that. No, no worries. I mean, thanks for the help. I was, and I seriously mean that. It's it's a chore to do that many does by yourself. You know, what are you or, doing with all the meat? Where's I've got a guy that. Um, I've got a guy that takes like 10 deer for me a year. Oh, he's really? he's going to take these. And then I, I have several people that take them. And we, yeah. you know, we we fill our freezer. And then from there, it's just, you know, helping people yeah, out. They, we have, they all get put somewhere. They all get put somewhere. Yeah, and there's a, um, there's a church in town that will come out and pick them up. So very cool. We, uh, we give a lot of deer to them too. So just whoever needs one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, we got to transition to like what you guys do, which I know probably most of our listeners are familiar with you guys do, but. You had to explain your show to someone who has never seen it. How would you explain it? Bonnie, go. No. <laughs> right, one, two, three. <laughs> Do you even know, Bonnie? <laughs> Are you just a pretty face, Bonnie? <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. You, that. you guys are just Instagram chicks, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we are. I'm trying to get you worked up. Have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah. as Joe gets up and leaves. Yeah. No, I'm getting another drink oh, before she starts. Before, yeah. We were talking about all the cleavage. And before I get hit. Afternoon. Yeah, before I get hit with a bottle. Yeah. That's me. That's what I'm going for. Cleavage <laughs> or the bottle. Yeah. You guys do kind of like a lover for likes type show, right? Like that's what you guys do, kind of like pretty, just pretty girls and like not a lot of deer yeah. killing. Yeah, a lot yeah, of I know. Yeah. yeah, a lot of just fronts, fake fronts yeah. for Instagram. Neither one of these girls can shoot a bow. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to doubt it. Really, yeah. yeah. One thing I will say is that it's family oriented. It is fair. It always yeah. has been. Yeah, our kids have been on the show. Even you know at the very beginning when we were during outdoors, the kids were always yeah on the show. And we and honestly, like our kids have grown up around hunting. I mean, when they were infants, I mean, I drop I, I was dropping Bonnie off the deer stand. You know, I drop her off. I, yeah, yeah, like I told yeah. you. I mean, I dropped her off, and George Kate was in the car seat in the back crying because I dropped her mom off in the woods somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end. Georgia Kate's literally been on this ranch her entire life, so yeah, she's kind. That's cool. I'd love to experience that one day hunting alone. I've never hunted alone. Yeah, she was telling me that not too long ago. She was like, you know what, Mom? Dad was telling me that story again. And she goes, I've never hunted alone. You know, because we've uh, always been Like sat in a so tree she, for a deer alone. Yeah. But I, I talked to Dave Bogart about that. And he's like, ah, it's just so boring. I'm like, well, you're probably right about that. It's fun to share the excitement with somebody. Yeah. And I can't believe That's that I ever did do that. I don't know. It, alone you're saying yeah yeah, yeah because yeah. i'm kind of a chicken so i mean just and it's dropped off. like for me i like when you hang with somebody else it just when you're hanging in the sand it's just like just like sitting here you can be as you can yeah it is cool because i normally hunt alone yeah so it's different for me to be sitting in a blind you know three people in a blind is cool. it's cool i get yeah, it you know because yeah. you can like turn around like look how i thought it looked yeah. or whatever you know it's fun We're talking about dave I, I mean dave's one of my favorite people to hunt with because i mean it's an extra set of eyes, you know, it's like, yeah. But as far as the show, I mean, it's always been about what we do down here, you know, mic managing and, yeah. 
you know, sharing it with people that we want to be around, our family, our friends. And mm. Chris Luna's always been down here with us, helping out. And, uh, Chris McQuarrie. <laughs> <laughs> <Chris McQuarrie. laughs> Hiding identity over here. Yeah. yeah. We've known George for how many years? I mean, we've known George for... A.K.A. Little Roy Fontenot. Yeah, 25, 30 years. And he, this is his first time here. So. Oh, really? Yeah. He tells yeah, you what but, an asshole he is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But as far as the show goes, I mean, what would you say the show's about, Mike? I mean, it's, it's I just mean, highlights. It's an ultra vague question, and I know it makes it hard, but. South Texas based. Yeah, I mean, it's a, we, yeah, it's a lot of South Texas. But I, I mean, the the name of our show, the premise was the Legends of the Fall. We highlight the animal. I mean, in the in the, I guess the experience and the journey that goes along with you know, yeah, tra- you know, hunting hunting. Basically, we're, we're well, the, yeah, hunting the legend. Which you know, any deer can be a legend. Doesn't have to be a giant. Just it's a personalized thing. It's a personalized right. thing. Yeah. And um, for me, some of the you know, like I told you, some of the funnest, some of the most fun I have are shooting does or, mm-hmm. you know, killing an old buck that we've had a ton of history with. And he might not be a giant, but just getting, we have a buck that we've been trying to kill called the goat buck. And I mean, he is literally 75 inches. He's about nine. And we were in the blind this year, George Kate and I, and we spotted him about 250 yards down the food plot. And I said, if that son of a bitch comes down this way, I'm killing him. I mean, I, <laughs> I got tunnel vision. I was like, when looking at any other buck, I was like, he comes in, I'm killing him. Because, I mean, I, I've wanted to kill that buck since, you know, he started showing up on our trail cameras yeah, eight yeah. years ago. <laughs> I'm attached to the goat buck. Yeah, and George is like, God, you're going to kill him now? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> if he ever like walks in, I'm get shot, you're saying? I'm like, it's just a, everybody will when see you, him and be if like, If you what saw him, that? you'd be like, what is that? Yeah. Oh, he looks right. like a goat. His horns yeah. go straight back and kind of turn but down. I mean, just. <laughs> He's a legend. He's, He's a legend. Yeah. He's a legend. <laughs> so I'm like. Let him live on. Let people see the South Texas go. <laughs> but then when he has a son, I'm going to be like, we should have killed him. We should have killed him. Well, we saw a buck today. You're like, I hate that buck. Or you're like, I yeah. hate that that look. Oh, yeah. That, that frame. Hate, that frame, I'm, that yeah. frame, yeah. If I could, I'd kill you right now because I just know you're going to grow up and have that ugly frame. <laughs> it's hilarious. She gets that from her mom. <laughs> <laughs> that side of her, that's fucking fair. Cold blood. <laughs> nice. Cold blood. Well, where can people watch this? I know most people probably know it and know where to watch it, but I want to. I want to. Sh- I'm trying to get you guys to do shameless plug. But I'm trying to lead you into it so you guys don't have to do it on your own. We're on the Sportsman Channel. Um, we're Wednesday nights. What are the times for you? I'd have to look. <laughs> I love it. I'll link it in the episode yes. description, and you can just yeah. find all the info there. How's that? Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you guys a ton, and let me. Get awkward in your kitchen and let me kill everything. I <laughs> <laughs> got weird. We've enjoyed having you. Get yeah. to know you. That's for sure. Well, it's been awesome. I want to get you guys to the, to the studio one day, even though I yeah, hate to have you come to Illinois. <laughs> I, I do that. Cody Christian taught me that. It makes it fancy for yeah. Illinois. But uh, yeah, I think we'd have fun up there, the studio. For sure. But I got I got to lock down a WCB lease. So you guys can come hunt some Midwest bucks, and I can we would love to exchange. So we'll work on that. But no, I, I'm trying to lean you guys into a podcast. I've been working on you for just this weekend, really. Like ever since I met you, I'm like, <laughs> you guys need a fucking podcast. <laughs> Which I don't know. Does there need to be more podcasts? Probably not. But I think you guys could like get comfortable. Does with there it need to be show. more good podcast? Yeah, I agree um, with that. 
Georgia Kate needs to lead it off, though. Yeah, she does. Yeah, you do. You know, she I, wanted to be a comedian at one time. She's been okay reserved. when she's I was like eight. <laughs> no, you weren't eight. I said it once. You were an adult because you were like, you had your jokes written down. And you were like, none of my family can be around when I make these jokes because they're bad. Yeah. Well, I was young. I was young. It was I'm, so three years ago. It's <laughs> way longer than that. Yeah, I do think if you get if you guys still like get the it's different for me because we just I just been that's all done so I just I'm an idiot I don't care I've, I've like I'll never run for any p- political office I'm <laughs> fucked for that I'll never be a judge I'm just gonna be a dude with a neck tat that has a podcast which is real awesome you know but I think you guys would be just would kill it. Well, and I don't lean. I don't lean on anybody else on that, really, ever. You can ask Joe. No, you you've never been this adamant about that. Well, I'll I'll tell you one thing about one thing about the show that is really, I would say, the best thing about us ever. You know, getting in the hunting industry and having a show is like the people that we get to meet. Because I mean, we met like like you. I mean, it's like we've made a lot of friends in the hunting industry. It's just that we wouldn't have made you know if we weren't in it. So it's just. Mm -hmm. It's been a really cool experience, you know the whole, the whole show, and mm-hmm. yeah, I do think that I do think good people find each other like hundred percent, especially yeah. with common interests. But as I get older, I feel like that's a real thing. Like good people that are passionate about stuff and are motivated, all kind of end up in the same area. I don't know, without getting like super corny, but I do feel like that's a thing. You know, bring good people together. Good community. What comes out of it. That's right. Cool. Any shameless plugs or anything before I close it out? No shameless plugs. Any gay shameless stuff plug. you want to like preach on? <laughs> no, nope. you <That's> good. <laughs> Chris, now's your time to come out, buddy. Come on, dude. Damn. Let the people know. The pressure. You got hate in your heart. Let it out. <laughs> Let it out. You sound like a. My Texas. name's Chris, and I like oh, tons of dick. Guns and dick or tons of dick? I missed it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I missed it. We we're cross combo. Good thing I'll get to hear it later. We're Guns and dick. Oh, nice. That's Texas. <laughs> Queers and steers. Is that the thing? Is that true? I'm starting to think it's fucking true. <laughs> we are back there drinking your strawberry milkshakes, and he looked at you, Joe, and said, you just got a dark beard and blue eyes. Oh, go you made it sound way more gay than it actually that's was. How you said it. That's how you said it. That's how you said it. God. You just, you just got a good look. It's just like dark beard and dark hair. Hold on. No, no, no. no. You got to read. Start it over. No, start it over. I didn't say it like that. You, you totally I, didn't say, I didn't say beautiful. No matter how you say it. Well, I mean, then, you just don't say that. Then Joe, the, Joe in the ground blinds like, did you notice your pig's eyelashes were just like a beautiful blonde? He, he, but the thing is, you like, looked me in the eyes and you said, I was like, I'm going to fuck my pig? What are you did doing? You you brother? What are you on, brother? Is there a bromance going on that we don't know about? Yeah, Dude, I want to fuck Joe. He wants to fuck my pig. I'm running from Chris. I'm like, I don't know where, I don't I don't know where know. to go. They're just getting lost in each other's eyes. <laughs> he got lost in my pig's eyes. Yeah, I got lost in my pig's eyes. Did he really say that about the eyelashes? About the- it had blonde eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> now he's defending it. Yeah. Yeah, it really hey, did. At least I'm gay for humans, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful 
eyelashes. Well, what was the blue eye comp? I mean, what? It, Joe <laughs> has. All right, so I'm drinking this a is strawberry a milkshake. This is our compliment. My no, eyes. hold on. I'm, you guys are making me off be way more gay than I am. And we weren't slurping them down. Don't say it like that. They were really they were thick. Slurping their strawberry. No, we didn't want to slurp in them. Did we you were, have your straw in your mouth when you were looking at him? <laughs> we, we did. All right. I'm just. This is hole gets deeper and darker. He said, I got some strawberry milkshakes down in the cellar. Oh my gosh. No, I didn't. No one said it like that. <laughs> the conversation got up. I'm going to own Who this. Who got awkward now? Oh, I'm, I'm going to own this. My wife and I were talking about Joe. Because <laughs> Sam. You told, you told me you weren't married. <laughs> I might not be. After this, it's like, I didn't know you were such a fag. I'm out of here, you know? My wife, we were talking, like, oh yeah, about my blue eyes. And she's like, yeah, uh, yeah, Joe has blue eyes and he's dark beard dark hair and his eyes are they're cool looking and i'm like hey got, we kind of have the same eyes and i told i was trying to compliment joe in a non-gay way and it came off so gay meanwhile i'm drinking a strawberry milk <laughs> yeah. it wasn't the right time dude. Yeah. at least you can look at me i'm like boys get out of my truck <laughs> like, what kind of Boy, are you a democrat <laughs> are you a democrat i'm like oh man yeah that did sound bad but then you said the thing about my pig's eyelashes mm-hmm. and uh that's not blonde. gay. It had blonde eyelashes. <laughs> I, it's not. I'll give you that. Interesting detail. It's time to go. Okay. <laughs> Huge tusk. Huge. It's the tusk. end of the podcast. You know. You know how I close. You want to close out the podcast? You go ahead and start it. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Later. Mm-hmm.